Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure. I don't want to deal with that shit. All right, guys, we're rolling. Are you ready to go? Pew, pew, pew. You want an air horn to start us off? Hell yeah. All right, we are back. Episode 93. Yeah. This is the most structuralist podcast in the world. I am Zach. He is... Oh, I was waiting for you to like answer. You know, like how Darmore does that thing where he's like, do 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 do. There you go. Uh, yeah, we had some uh, technical malfunctions our last episode, but we are back now. Yeah, um, back. I do have a theory about that technical malfunction though. We were talking about robots. Are they trying to technology? I think Tor might be a, a robot. I think he's sent here to stop our uh, our podcast progress. Tor, anything? <laughs> Got nothing? That's his That's what's up. Clears Uh, that up. How's everything been, though? I guess we should... We haven't been here since the New Year, so... Oh, yeah. So what's new? Tay is pregnant, and we're having a boy. Nice. Throwing that out there. Applause. Maybe even a gun cock for that one? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, That's really the biggest news that I have. This will be your second boy. This will be my second boy. I have... So goes boy, girl, boy. Yeah. Let me ask you, is it, does, since you've been through this three times, you know, through uh, pregnancy. Yes. Not you yourself, obviously. It's but tough. Um, does it get easier for you as a dad? Like, do you now know, like, things like ways to make it easier on Taylor when she's pregnant now that you guys have experienced that before? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. And no. <laughs> it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, her pregnancy is a little different than last time. So there's different things. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm attentive in general. Yeah. So I just pay attention and just ask, you know, you and just be on top of that shit. Because I'm not the one that has to make a baby. You know what I mean? True. Well, t- you know, technically, biology-wise, you, you, yeah, she but would I need mean, you to make the baby. Guys get the fun part, and girls got to endure all the other bullshit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just... I wonder what the, she need. the closest thing to a pregnancy that like pain that a guy could get, maybe like a kidney stone. Probably. I don't even know if that would be even comparable. I'm just, you know, I never had one. Yeah, I never heard that. <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I drink too much water for that to happen. Yeah, but As I'm also, drinking pop. <laughs> yeah, I also <laughs> indulged in energy drinks for the better part of the 2000s. So today was actually my first energy drink in. Probably like two or three weeks. Oh, I cut it. I got. I've been drinking uh, BCAAs, like amino acid. It has um, like green tea extract in it. Mm. It's supposed to be like a clean. It's like pre, almost like pre workout, but not like as intense. Mm-hmm. You know. So I've been so drinking it's just that. caffeine. Like, pretty much, yeah. It's Without, just like, like drinking the sugar that. and shit. Yeah, yeah, and it has like stuff for active muscle recovery and things. Okay. And even though I haven't been working, how I just drink this. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, man, being old, we need as much muscle recovery as we can get, uh, regardless if you're working out or not. Yeah. Uh, anything else new? Same, same old stuff? Um, yeah, that's about it for me. I think I'm, I'm pretty consistent with how I do things <laughs> yeah. in my life. <laughs> All right, well, hey, everybody, yeah, routine's great. Yeah, um, and same old shit, just working a lot. Uh, I went to Portland last weekend, that was pretty cool, or last week, that was pretty cool. Caught a Blazers game, checked out a uh, Beyond Van Gogh immersive experience. It was like mm-hmm. a big uh, digital museum, which was pretty tight. I don't know if people are still using tight, but I'm fucking go with it. Yeah, gotta go with fucking it. Fucking tight. Uh, but yeah, everything's been cool, man. I just needed 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Tight's one of those words that if it slips out, you're like, fuck. 
Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, exactly. It's like you don't mean to say it, but yeah. it, we've just been so like uh, accustomed to saying it throughout our entire lives. Yeah. Just, Why did it like, die? I don't know. Like it's it doesn't sound bad. It just yeah, sounds weird because guy. no one says it anymore. Yeah, like that's tight. That sounds that still sounds cool. Does it maybe just to us? Does the word tight make it sound like you're trying to sound cool? Is that why it's frowned upon these days? Maybe. Maybe it's a, like an old word, like an antique word. Like cool? Yeah, like cool. Or, <laughs> uh, what's another good example of it? Dope? Yeah, no, people still use dope. I use dope a lot. I mean, people still use cool. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing to use is the fire emojis on everything, bro. Yeah. Fire emojis work. Somebody's like, man, I just had a really bad day today. Oh, fire emojis. Yeah. It's like the new LOL. You know what they say? <laughs> pictures pictures worth a thousand words? Is that what it is? Uh, I think some, somewhere around that Emojis right? worth a thousand words. Yeah. Well, and now these kids all speak in emoji and hieroglyphics, so we got to get hip to the game. Yeah, there is. So there's someone I follow. I'll actually show you the page later. Mm-hmm. And the way that she uses emojis in her texting, she's really good at it. Like conveying whatever message just with yeah. the emojis. Yeah. Yeah, there's people that are really, really good at it's that. It's like a, almost like an art. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, if they do it right. But then there's some people that just overuse emojis like, bro, we don't need like gunshot ones <laughs> and dollar bills everywhere, you know, like. There was memes about that back in the day. It was always the hoopers. The always, memes? Or the emojis? Yeah, back in the day they would have a paragraph and after every other word it's the fucking emoji of the word. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, like, bro, yeah. Okay. All right. That's what's up. I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read the rest of this because there's too many emojis. Yeah. Now. Like your emojis are distracting me from your actual message. Real shit. But yeah, uh, other than that, everything's been everything's been pretty solid, man. January was kind of a weird month. It was one we ta- I think we talked about this before. January is one of those months that seems like it lasts a year. Yeah. In this January, it felt at parts it felt like it was going by really fast, and at other parts it felt really slow especially at the beginning of the year the beginning of the year felt really slow but we I had like snow that. and stuff like that so yeah i actually changed the rims and tires in my car because the snowy season to me is over mm-hmm. but i have a feeling it's gonna pop right back up we always get one of those like weird blusters is it blusters blusters sure yeah yeah we'll just go with it just say it yeah. uh flurries or whatever like towards the end of february like early march yeah like just when we think we're out of it they pull us right back in yeah as long as it's on a weekend i'm cool yeah, yeah, that, well, I work on the weekends sometimes, so I guess I wouldn't uh, really do anything for me. But I've always said that the snow is only good for kids in the mountains. Uh, for adults, that's just, that's just a major inconvenience. Unless yeah. you have kids and now you don't have to find childcare for them or something, then that's... Yeah, my job, fuck that, man. My job, if it snows, that don't mean shit. No, <laughs> my job literally will come pick you up at your house and bring you into work. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying that's pretty wild. Yeah, and I haven't checked on it, but if you get an Uber, I think they'll even reimburse you for the Uber. You better get that Uber black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming like a I gotta get to work. I don't to work. Yeah. Oh man, that would be crazy. What you got in this box, man? This is no structure eats. So, um, is that we a, have a what flag is that? That looks kind of Russian, to be honest. Is I it? Don't, I don't know. I'm so bad at this. So maybe we should look it up. All right, let's see what the Russian flag is. It's like a, a moon with the star so, yeah, on let's it. Let's go ahead and show everybody. So what we have is this uh, box of treats from around the world. Definitely not Russian. <laughs> Is oh, it Ukraine? Ukraine? I think so. oh, Damn, is that this like, was is bad. Is this going to be like controversial because everything's going on? Like, should we be eating these snacks? I feel like saying that the Ukraine flag is Russian is pretty fucked up. That's, yeah, that, that's <laughs> out true. of all that's out of all true. countries, the confused. Yeah, sorry. Apologies. <laughs> yeah, we're apologies. not good at this. Yeah. Uh, United not, States uh, public school. We're not uh, geographers or whatever they're called. I don't yeah. even know if that's a word. Anyways, so we have this box of treats. It's from uh, all kinds of treats from around the world. So I don't know if that, since having the Ukrainian flag in there, if this is going to be just Ukrainian. 
don't know. Let's right, fucking try it. try it. We'll try it this way so people can see. I hope we get some like crazy like Kit Kats or something. Is it really Ukraine flag? Uh, Ukraine flag is blue and yellow. I'm looking at it right oh, now. Oh, turkey. Oh, turkey. Turkey, yeah. So it has a thing inside. It actually tells you there's a list of everything that's in here, but I would like to try them before reading on the list. This is cool. Shout out to all my Turkish folk. Kappa, I'm going to say this wrong, but <clears throat> Cappadocia, Turkey. That's pretty cool. Gives you a little mm. welcome to Turkey. <laughs> would you uh, Would you fly in a hot air balloon? Absolutely fucking not. Really? Well, just one of those things like I'm cool with uh, never experiencing. I think I would do it. Bro, you're in a basket in the sky that's attached to a large balloon. It's just a simulation, bro. It's okay. I don't know, man. I would freak out. I don't even like it's Ferris. Okay. I don't even like Ferris wheels like that. We gonna die anyway, bro. <laughs> I try to keep the kind of mindset when things like that happen, and I get up there and my fucking knees start wobbling and stuff, and I'm like, I feel anxious, like I'm gonna puke. Yeah, I'm good. That's when you really feel. When no. you ever feel? No, 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 no. Best Ferris wheel I'll say I've ever been on though was in Vegas. I was fucking tanked because they have the the Ferris wheel where you go on it and there's a bartender in each of the little things. What? So you just it's all you can drink until you get to the other side. That's kind of dope. Fucking hammer. How long is how long does it take to get to the other side? Uh, like forty five minutes, I think. Oh yeah, you can get fucked. It's up. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely got my money's worth yeah, and then yeah, some. Yeah. yeah, that was a wild trip. All right, so let's see what we got in here. Yeah, I'm gonna take a picture. Damn, this is like hella candy. Yeah, it's like all candy. Let me take a picture of this before we. Uh... You want this one flipped over? All right. Yeah. So let's. Why don't we start with this one? This yeah. one's the biggest. That one, one actually looks good. Ooh. So we have. What's the name, Zach? <laughs> Jizzy. Jizzy. Is it Jizzy? I don't Get know. Gizzy? How about you getting framed, though, <laughs> player? Oh, I had a frame by bolt. Uh, so I think they're called Gizzy. The me Gizzy. Gizzy. Just for the sake of it, it is going to be Gizzy. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> we could have. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a bite of these. So these are cheese crackers. Hell yeah. I do love me a good cracker. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right, this is going to be this kind of episode, huh? Hell yeah. All right. Do the honors. Gizzy. I like this. I can do this all day. I can do this all day. This tastes like a Ritz. Hell yeah. Are you a big Ritz fan? No, I guess I am. I'm not really <laughs> big It's like a... Like a soft Ritz. It's like a mix between a Ritz and a chicken and a bisque or whatever it's called. I was thinking a Ritz and like the butter... Um, the butter mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. My yeah. grandma loves that shit. With That's the little like, elves. Keebler? What? Is it Keebler? Keebler makes butter. I don't fucking know. Never I mind. thought that those were dudes that like hang out in trees and make like M&M cookies and shit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's cool. Thumbs up to the gizzy. So let's stick our crackers. So, oh, this is another chocolate one. Maybe we should say, stick on something savory. I think I'm just hungry, too. I'm starving. Damn, all these are like... Just pick one, fuck it. All right, let's split this. Uh, we got this milk, chocolate, coated, caramel, and nougat. It's called the Metro. <laughs> First, we had the Jizzy. Metro! Now we have the Metro. Hell yeah. Suspect-ass name. Oh, this shit is coming apart already. Pause. <laughs> That's possible, but I'm pausing. That thing looks like a caramel bar. Here, you want to take half? Or a piece? Oh. Oh, oh it's oh, okay. It's one of those. <laughs> this is like a... I can already see it looks like a Milky Way. There's some, some mm-hmm. nougat. Yeah, definitely nougat. Some chocolate. 
Damn, I was gonna say it's hard, but I'm I'm, just... I'm getting Milky Way off of this. This must be like the Turkish version of Milky Ways. It's not bad though. It's all right. Not something that I would like ever seek out. Not that I'm seeking out Turkish snacks, but I'll seek the Gizzies out. This is weird. Mm-hmm. What are these ones? This looks like something you get on an airplane. Mm. Oh, made with real dates? Oh, I'm Shit. not a date person. I'm not either. Fuck it. Well, we gotta try it. Ooh. I have a feeling it's gonna make a hella mess. There you go, bro. I'm probably gonna get one bite of this. Look like a Fig Newton yeah. on steroids. But it also looks like chocolate. It does look like chocolate. That was a solid bite. I like it. It doesn't taste datey. It does not taste datey. You are <laughs> correct on that one, sir. It's not bad, though. I don't even really know what a date tastes like. It's like a raisin, right? It's like a, yeah, I think like a dried, well, or raisin dry. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're not, we're, we're not fucking Bobby Flay over here, all right? Yeah. Uh, let's, let's get into this one. Eight count. Okay, this one's called the Eight Keck Chocolate. It looks like some kind of like chocolate bar, but then it also looks like some kind of like cupcake looking thing. Huh. I feel like this is going to be like, um. Is it soft? What are those puck looking things that Hostess has? Uh, oh, I know you're talking about. They come in like the, uh, silver wrapping. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. With a little white squiggle on top. No, no. Oh, this is like a fucking muffin. No, those are the cupcakes. I was thinking more like the, I forgot what they're called. It's kind of good. It's like a, a very thick chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. Or like a... It's got like the softness of a chocolate chip cookie, but also has like the... Almost like a donut texture. Mm-hmm. I like it. Me too. That's a thumbs up for me. Okay, this one is called Dido. Is it like <laughs> the singer? Like, uh... Dido. It's tough, cold, How you know it's not called Ditto? And I'm my Ditto. You know uh-huh. what I'm talking about? The Eminem song? What? Dido. Is an Eminem song called Dido? No, the the name of the artist is Dido. I, I don't know who that is. You know, my tears gone cold. I wonder why I got out of bed. It's an Eminem song. It's like I think it samples her. She's featured on it. Oh, damn! You just chick. got me singing like fucking karaoke. The chick. Yeah, the girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking like a male DJ. <laughs> oh, no, that's Diplo. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. <laughs> All right, let's try this. This one looks like a Kit Kat. The other one, this one's... Oh, uh, this is definitely like a Kit Kat. Marketing look like a t- Kit Kat. Oh, this oh, is yeah. like those giant Kit Kats. I love those, too. Oh, yeah, I mean, this whole thing, I already know. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I'm a big Kit Kat guy, though. Me, too. I'm fine with this. I like this. The chocolate on this, this is good chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing to me. It doesn't taste like... Uh, sometimes Kit Kats taste almost like... Blandish wax. chocolate, yeah, like waxy bland chocolate. Wax. Oh. I hate waxy cool. chocolate. It's good. Almost has like a hazelnut flavor to it too. Mm-hmm. That's fire. This one looks like a so much for my fucking diet. <laughs> my sobriety went out the window. My diet went out the window. Yeah. I haven't been to the gym in a week. <laughs> fucking living. Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh, this one is called Uker Chocolata Gofret. I love how you read these. <laughs> Grow up count, Chocula. This one looks like it's going to be a um, like a wafer type. 
I like wafers too, though. I don't think it's going to be like, it's almost like a nutty butter looking type mm. thing. Does it, yeah, it looks like it has peanut butter in it. Ooh, I hope so. I don't like peanut butter. Not a peanut butter fan? Mm-mm. Not at all? How is it? It's good. Is it better than the last one? No. That last one was fire. Yeah. This just tastes like a big wafer. I don't even think I like wafer like that. Mm, okay, man. Wafer has such a taste. Wafer, wafer almost tastes like um, what I would imagine styrofoam to taste like. But see, you don't like crispy M&M's either, huh? Fuck no. Mm, crispy M&M's are my shit. M&M's to me is cheap chocolate. Oh, so, and you don't like peanut butter. Fucking fight me. <laughs> peanut butter M&M's. Yeah. You got chocolate on tea, player. Just trying to help you out, you know. All right. All right, this one's called Cocoa Star, and it looks to be like some chocolate coconut. I'm not a big coconut fan. I'm not either. Damn, we're going downhill fast, bro. Yeah. We should have started the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> we should have had the cheese crackers last. Oh, shit, we still got more of these. Let me cleanse my palate. Oh, no, I can already tell you this is going to be like an Almond Joy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big Almond Joy fan. I could have told you that already. Too much coconut. Not for me. But if you're a coconut fan, that would probably be good. That's hella coconut. Mm-hmm. This is a coconut log, bro. And it's not, you can barely taste the chocolate. And all you can taste is like the texture of the coconut. Why is coconut like stringy? I don't know. It's like, like weirdly you, hard. You can't chew it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just can't chew it. Yeah. It's like um, you you eat it to the point that you start to grind it. This almost to me would be like what styrofoam would be. Nah. No offense to the people that made this. All right, let's see this. <laughs> Ooh, we got Haley's. Uh, this looks like some kind of cream pie. <laughs> uh, look at this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like a, you know, they have those like moon pies. Bro, we're hella mature. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, man. You know, with everything going on in life and how crazy life is, everybody could use a good laugh every once in a while. I thought you were going to say something else. Look, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> See? Everybody can use a good laugh, even if it's a little inappropriate and immature. Oh, this one has peanut butter, huh? The day that we uh, become mature on this podcast is the day you know we sold out and we're com- coming into the pressures of... What'd you think? Soggy. I don't like it. Bro, we're haters. I wanted to try, like, the like the food... I'm going to throw this out there. <clears throat> just tastes like I'm, a soggy graham cracker. Yeah, it does. But before I start sounding like I'm really just hating on all this shit, I'm not a dessert person anyway. Uh, I like candy, but not like... I like candy. And this isn't really candy. This I is don't like, like desserts. A, yeah. I feel like those are two different worlds. This is more like anti... Or, I mean, uh, Little Debbie type stuff. Yeah, like pastries, not really my mm-hmm. thing. They're making a Little Debbie ice cream, though. Like what? Like a Nutter Butter ice cream. Or... Uh, they have a... Do you ever like those cosmic brownies? Nope. Oh, those are my shit when I was a kid. That's probably why I was like fucking 40 pounds overweight, but... What is a cosmic brownie? It's just a brownie with a little candy on top of it. Like the cheapest <laughs> brownie you could get, too. Um, I think we are on to our last one. Actually, yeah, we did that one, did that one, did that one. Oh, we're at our last one. We did the moon pie, right? Yeah. Ew, I'm never touching that date thing ever again. So this last one we have is called... Bro, these ones are so good. Biscrim Cocoa. It appears to be some kind of a cocoa-filled biscuit-looking thing. Definitely looks um, chocolate-filled. 
the Turkish must love them some chocolate because this was like all chocolate. I was hoping that we'd get some like savory snacks, like some chip type things or, you know, like some corn nuts. Maybe this <laughs> like, is just like a snack pack. Maybe. It did say snacks. What I mean, mean, I said snack pack. I mean like a dessert pack. Oh, yeah. I was hoping for like, you know, maybe some cool pretzels or something, you know, freak of pretzels a little bit. Mmm. Mmm. Okay, well, I'll keep these over here. All right. It's like a, it tastes like a wafer cookie with chocolate in the middle. Like the vanilla nilla or whatever those are That's called. That's disrespectful. These are way better than that. I, I said tastes like. So Japanese snacks, there's like little um, like panda can, uh, cookies. Panda, panda, panda. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? It's kind of racist, but yeah. <laughs> it's like a little, <laughs> it's like a little ball that's like um, breaded. Mm-hmm. And it has like a stamp of a pen on it. And oh, then you bite it and the inside's chocolate. That's what this tastes like. Mm. Is it like the cookies they try to make in Squid Game? Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's racist. Is it? No, 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 Korean? Korean, whatever. Huh. So, uh, what, out of 10. I like these two. I like the... <laughs> so that's a two out of 10? I like the Gizzy and I like the Biscrams. I thought, uh, as far as, like, taste level, they were all... Decently taste. It's just some of the flavors I'm not a fan of. So, but everything was decent. It wasn't like I was like, oh, that's absolutely nasty. Or, right, right, right. Everything had a good flavor, good texture. It's just yeah. I think the Kit Kat one was probably my favorite. The crackers and the Kit Kat. Oh yeah, that Kit Kat was fire. Yeah, it was. That's the only one that's not here anymore. <laughs> yeah, we ate that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because our last episode of the year, remember, uh, we started. I had Kit Kat dust all over my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I got here. Hell yeah. It was almost uh, fried chicken dust today, but I made to clean myself off before I came in here. Well, I'm going to keep these right next to me. Oh, the crackers? Yeah. Uh, way to be progressive. Hell yeah. Oh, speaking of which, before we get out of this uh, food review, uh, happy Black History Month to everybody. Well, hey, to the black community, obviously. I thought you were going to say that to me, bro. Like, oh, yeah, happy great. Black History Month to you, too. I know, but I meant, like, I thought you were going to say, hey, happy Black History Month, bro. Oh, <laughs> like it's like a happy birthday type thing? Yeah, yeah like, like damn, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, happy Black History Month. Did you know that the guy that created the Super Soaker was a black guy and that he never got paid for it and eventually he got his royalties? It was like $81 million or something like that? Damn. Yeah, crazy. I mean, it's fucked up, but... Happy ending. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love when the creators actually get paid for what they did. But yeah. there was also another one too that I read. This there's a I can't remember the tw- the Twitter handle off the top of my head, but they've been tweeting. Well, it's only been two days, but I'm assuming every day to this month they're going to tweet like somebody uh, from the black community that had like a impact in the business world or whatever. They tweeted about this guy who was the first black designer at Nike in 1987. Mm-hmm. And he created, like, the up-tempos, mm. which are classic shoe. Yeah. Um, I think the 16s, the 17s, and something else. Yeah, mm. so some pretty cool-looking shoes. Very futuristic-looking, too, because the 16s and 17s were a little bit on the... The experimental side. Yeah, the 16s were the ones that had, like, the, it would almost look like a spaceship, right? I'm going <laughs> to be honest with you. When it comes to 15 to 19, kind of fuzzy. I know the 19 has the big... Uh, like a fishnet looking thing over it you know it has like and a cover front? yeah over its laces mm-hmm. i like those though yeah i mean if you were to line them up i could probably guess yeah and but the 18s had the little like flap the i like that one those the 18s were clean where you could take the flap off mm-hmm. i like that i had the 18 and a halfs with which it didn't have a flap it was just laces and on the side it had a jordan logo printed in it, it was like carmelo's first like oh signature yeah shoe. those mm-hmm. shits were fire bro yeah. came with a little towel and everything i thought it was the man when i got those I remember my brother's basketball coach had um, 18s, 
but he never wore the flap on him. Mm. I remember at the time, I was like, like, what are those? You know what I mean? Because they look like a completely different shoe. Yeah, not a lot of people were wearing them without the flaps. I just remember the 18 specifically so much from uh, Def Jam, Fight for New York or Vendetta or one of those Mm -hmm. where you could like like, gear your guy out. I, uh, were one of them. I didn't actually get to play that that much, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a cool game. I actually hope that they bring that back. They've been talking about it, but... Really? Yeah, I also don't know if I'm 30-plus years old to, trying to fight with rappers anymore. I mean, I just watched Celebrity Deathmatch not too long ago. Oh, I, lo- so. I fucking love Celebrity yeah. Deathmatch. They I'd should be, bring that shit back. I'd be okay to fight some celebrities. So, yeah. Oh, wait. I thought Celebrity Deathmatch was uh, uh, the Clay one. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm not mature or beyond mature to enjoy... Oh, I thought you <laughs> said you specifically would fight... Celebrities, I was like, wait a second, is this like some reality show that yeah. I, I'm not abreast to? Hit me up, Chiller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to see Pete Davidson versus Kanye. I think that's going to be the first one. That'd be crazy. <laughs> so let's do this little tech talk. So speaking of worldly things, okay. I just mentioned going to Portland earlier, mm-hmm. and I went to that Beyond Van Gogh immersive experience. Yeah. So to give everybody kind of an idea of what it was, is they well the first part of it was um a bunch of different like graphics and um i don't know some like text and stuff but once you get into this other room it's a completely white room and on all the walls they project his paintings and stuff and the paintings move and it's all kinds of cool digital art and it was making me think about the the future of tech and if do you think we're at the perfect age to be experiencing technology right now what do you mean by the perfect age? So our generation has kind of, we, we, we know a world for a little bit when we were like babies where there wasn't like, a, the internet wasn't a very prominent thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was just coming into fruition. People were just experiencing how to do it. But like our, the older generation of people, like our parents, they like technology, but they're not like, they don't, they're not driven towards it because they almost feel like it's like, too different from their world because mm-hmm. they did, they knew a world without any technology. And then you have the younger generation who only knows a generation of technology. They've never lived without an iPhone or a TikTok or a Instagram or anything like that. Right. So like for us, we're at the I think we're at the perfect age group because we get to like evolve as tech's evolving. We started with it when it was in its infant stages, and now that it's getting even greater and greater, we're kind of growing older with it. So we're more I like. See what um, you're saying. We're more like uh, open-minded to where the future of tech could go as opposed to like our parents who were like, oh, technology is destroying the kids. And then the kids who think technology is the most amazing thing in the world were kind of like the balance in the middle. Um, I don't know if perfect age is the right word, but I definitely think that we're at an age where we are – we're like the last generation where we are familiar with, I guess, what it kind of looks like without technology yeah. and with technology. So – our apprehensions come from a different place That's than younger different uh, generations. Um, but I did have a thought similar to that. I do think that we might be the first generation that might be able to be mobile, um, mobile independently our whole life. Expound. So right now, like if you are old and you can't drive anymore, you have to have a service. Right. Come get you and take you to your things, whatever. By the time we're 80, 70, 80, self-driving things are going to be so optimized by that time. It's very true. That you, I don't even know what it might be. It might be individual pods at that point. Like, I have no idea because that's, you know, 40, 50 years from now. That'd be sick. You just, like, sit this little egg thing and just, like, fly around. Who knows, man? That would be kind of cool. Who knows what it's going to be. personal spaceship. I just think that, you know, the way that technology is advancing so fast that... 
we are going to be able to experience that probably. Mm-hmm. We talked about automation a little bit on the, that last episode, but I asked you this before, but you, you would fly in a plane that's operated by machine, like no pilot at all, just like completely like how a, uh, like a Tesla would operate. Yeah. Only because they kind of do it now to an extent. Yeah. Everything's on, on, on but there's usually, the, you know, the pilots are there. What if there was no pilots at all? I mean, it's controlled from something, somewhere. <laughs> I, don't, don't, I don't trust the machines. But I mean, just because your uh, pilot's not in the cockpit doesn't mean that there's not someone piloting, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like on a computer somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be it's gonna be the same shit, different But what location. if it's just like an AI system that just pilots it? Nobody's controlling it. It's just a computer doing it. It's on its own. Might be better. And, yeah, there might not be as much room for error because yeah, it'd be computed. I don't know. I don't know if I'm flying on a plane that's unmanned. Oh, I think it would be. I think it's going to be a lot safer than what you think. I'm sure that by the time this technology is rolling out, that they're not just going to have like you know unmanned planes just fucking crashing everywhere. But I don't even think they're really going to tell you. It's just going to happen. They don't tell people right now that the pilot is on autopilot most of the flight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everyone's comfortable because they think the pilot's hands on the wheel the whole time. You yeah, know what I, mean? I think maybe for me it's the thought of that somebody else has. Like, my my hands, technically, like, what you're saying, it is on autopilot, but there's still some kind of human control to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, hopefully this human could correct whatever mechanical problems are going on in the air. You know what I mean? But if there's no pilot anymore, like, there's no, it's, it's, it's like almost getting rid of the control aspect of it. Right. No, I completely understand where you're coming from, but how many times do pilots save the day? Well, Denzel did it quite a few times in, in real life. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Remember the big story when the dude crashed into the Hudson? Yep, one. That's about one, yeah. Okay, keep what going. What was his name? Um, I want to remember his name because that guy is a fucking hero. Damn, I, I feel like I should know this. Andrew Garfunkel? Definitely not. <laughs> I just like saying that guy's name. Damn. That's not even his name. I want to say it was like Howie, Huey, <clears throat> Louie. I mean, I guess we have these pocket computers <laughs> that we can, you know. Speaking of technology. Yeah. Oh, man. Hudson Pilot. They made a whole movie about him, I believe. Sullenberger. That wasn't it. The fuck are you talking about? That was not it. <laughs> oh, Sully. It was Sully. That's what I, so Sullenberger makes sense. Yeah, known as Sully. Sully, that's what it was. I knew it was like one of those Olies. <laughs> like, bro, I'm looking at it. Like I got Julie. <laughs> I'm like, here's the information. No. And you say no. Okay. Well, you're just spreading misinformation, so. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of that, let's talk to Joe Rogan. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that a little bit. Um, so, yeah, just the kids. But I was just, like, taking in this whole immersive experience thing and thinking about, like, even art in the future, how art's going to change and how things are going to change. Like, are people not going to want to go to museums anymore because they could just strap a headset on and now see all of these paintings? So, like, you're not actually experiencing the real thing anymore. You're experiencing a simulation of the real thing. It's kind of crazy to think about. I think it depends on what you want because I've seen some, like, metaverse, like, um, some, what, what's the word? Um, like, some prototypes of, like, what these rooms could be. Like, mm-hmm. there's one in the show, like, where you can walk up and down Machu Picchu and stuff like that. Just I'm like, cool. I mean, it's cool, I guess, but... You it's can't not touch the real shit. experience. Yeah. You can't smell shit. Like you can't like you're not there. Yeah. Like it's, it's still different. There's still a detachment. You know what I mean? So this shit would have to be so good. I mean so good, like you'd have to have like sense, like all these sense um enabled devices that let you smell, touch, yeah. hear, feel, all these things for me to 
That'd be crazy. You could like download a smell, yeah. or download like a like feeling air. That would be crazy. I mean, they have those on rides. Oh yeah, like even like a. You ever, did you ever go to one of those like three D experience movies? Mm-hmm. What do they do? That's I've never been about. to one. No, 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 I mean like at the movie theater. Oh, I haven't. I know like the Federal Way movie theater has it, but I've never experienced it before. Like a three D movie? No, it's like a. Uh, from what I heard, they like spray water on you and shit. Like when the sounds like the like at Universal Studios. They have yeah, them. yeah, I'm cool. I don't want to get wet during a movie. I mean, it's not like they're drenching you. It's just like uh, the T Rex sneezes and they just flick water. That's, on that's your face. how COVID gets spread, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a T Rex sneezes. Like just everybody gets splattered. Yeah, exactly. That'd be nuts. I did. I do think it's cool though that they're coming up with these things like these Van Gogh exhibits because not only is it cool. Because it's just like a new thing and it's like awesome to look at. Mm. But also it's kind of a way of introducing kids to a history that they may have overlooked because it's so far in the past. Mm -hmm. But now giving them this whole digital immersive experience allows them to like be a part of the art, which I think is really cool. And I think it's going to be cool down the line to see like what kind of rooms like these people can create, not just with art, but just like anything. Like you can make a whole immersive experience of anything. Like you can make uh, somebody be on the moon Mm -hmm. and make it like what it would be on the moon. It would be cool. See, I can see that being better than a virtual reality situation, um, which I didn't see the Van Gogh thing. Like, I, I wasn't mm. there, so I couldn't really feel what you felt. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm thinking, like, if I'm in a room and the whole room feels like I'm in a place and I can actually walk around in the augmented reality, like, reflects what, what I'm doing yeah. in the surroundings— Maybe that's a step closer. I know. Um, so when I was on my way back from Portland, I took an Uber from the Amtrak here. I took the train down there, which is a whole other thing. Don't ever take an edible and get on a train. <laughs> so you think We're going down. Yeah, you think it's bad being on an airplane on an edible on a train when that thing is like I moving? Couldn't. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was kind of thrilling, though, at the same time. Yeah. But uh, when I was taking the Uber back, me and the Uber driver got into a conversation. And he was like, oh, why were you in Portland? Stone, I was down there doing the Van Gogh thing, and he's like, oh, yeah, I did it up here in Seattle. And I guess the Seattle one is different from Portland. So at the Seattle one, you can actually put on these headsets, mm. and you, you like, start in Van Gogh's room, and it starts showing him painting these things, and then you, like, dive into the painting and become a part of it and all this stuff. I was like, mm. man, I want to try that. That sounds crazy. Yeah. We were talking about the Oculus. Yeah, I think I'm going to do it, bro. Yeah, I... Um like, I, I've tried out, like, the old Oculus back in the day, like, mm-hmm. the OG one, um, like, the Google Cardboard. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I, I let you borrow mine that I got off Amazon, which yeah. is just, you just put the phone in there. Right. I got one of those for Christmas, too. Like, Oh, really? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, my, yeah, my phone started overheating, so I was like, all right, it's time yeah, to take this thing off. It's not really, that That was more like if you want to watch a movie. Yeah, or if you're, airplane. you know, if you have a nice night where you, you know, want to smoke a little bit and then get into, like, one of those virtual reality elements, you know, it's like the roller coaster. You think that that would do it for you? Uh, maybe on the Oculus, maybe where it's more detailed and stuff. Not on that that one I got off Amazon, but like the Oculus, maybe because of, from the experiences I heard from other people, like this shit is crazy. Like you can yeah. go watch an NBA game and be in the stands, and you can move to courtside and all the stuff. And other people that are there, you can interact with them. Like other people that are on other Oculuses, mm. you could talk to them and stuff. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're like, out here calling LeBron a bitch. You're like, bro, he can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, actually, I can't. He's on an Oculus, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's I just, definitely want to try it. 
Like, I really want to try a new version of VR because the, the first ones are just so bad. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's crazy, though, because we were just touching the surface with it. So I'm excited to see how the Oculus differs from the stuff that we've already had. Right. Like, from everybody that I've heard it's done it, has thought it's a crazy experience and Same fun. here. I got a couple coworkers that have it, and mm. I don't know. Like, they're, like, for real about that computer shit, so they're just, like— Hacking it and putting all these games and shit on it. Oh, like, sick. hey, bro, get one. I can blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But they tell me about like these games and stuff. I'm like, man, the more you guys talk about it, the more I just want to just buy that shit. You know yeah, I mean? I'm about to. I think I'm about to get one. I'm over here like, man, put that baby on hold. <laughs> yeah. Give me this fucking <laughs> the VR. Oculus. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll encourage you to not want to do things more. You'll just stay home because you'll just be glued to the fucking Oculus all the time. Well, that's not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Well, who knows? It might make the virtual world so so much better that you just want to stick in the virtual world. Yeah. I just look dead on the couch all day. Just, yeah. just 400 pounds. Like, yeah. fuck you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. gl- gl- uh, Give me some more gizzies. Uh, actually, Tor, do you know a way that we, if we got an Oculus, we'd be able to mirror what we see in the Oculus? Uh, I know you can, you can do it through an app. Okay. You can, you can do it on your phone. We might be able to output a video. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. to the stream. That'd be but, funny to like watch us our reactions and then see what we see on the screen too. Yeah. So my girl got a Quest Two for Christmas, which is like the new updated one. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy in terms of like it being immersive. You really feel like you're not in the actual space that you are, but still the games and the graphics are like mad basic. Oh, so for real. The, the, like what you're talking about, some of the custom games and the hacking and stuff is like people have to connect it to a computer with like an actual graphics card right it's not that powerful of a, of a console yeah it's only like uh, i think like 256 megabytes or something right yeah not very big hmm. but it's fun as fuck yeah you we'll definitely have to try it. i know a lot of people have been talking about like virtual concerts that they have too that are pretty dope like it would be cool if like you did that thing and i don't mean to bring this guy because i know he's canceled right now but travis scott the travis scott like Fortnite. yeah thing. i was actually thinking about that too because i read an article talking about um they said there was like 50 million people that attended his concert or something like that. On Fortnite? Yeah, some crater. Yeah, damn. I'm going to look where What if you could sell virtual tickets to that, too? Like, you're not even giving anybody a physical product. It's kind of like the NFT thing. Like, you're not even giving anybody a physical product. Yeah. Which, um, uh, going back to the NFT thing, too, I've actually changed my stance. I used to think it was kind of like a scam. Mm-hmm. But now, hey, if it oh, is a scam. 12.3, sorry. That's still crazy. People. Oh, 12.3 million? Yeah. yeah, that's nuts. I thought I saw 50. Um, but I think it's kind of cool. Even if it is a scam, mm-hmm. if artists, like digital artists, can get their chips off of this, I'm all for it. Pay the creators. The only way I see NFTs working is for somebody who already has a big name. Yeah. And for somebody who's laundering a lot of money. Well, I saw... Only like, two ways I see it working. I saw a girl that said that she was... They just came out with an article today. She was like a tw- mid-20s college student. She's really broke down to like her last $10, but she was an artist. And she st- she figured out how to sell her art as NFTs. And now she's making like $100,000 a month or something. I mean, there's anomalies and everything. Yeah, that's true. Mean? Yeah, and obviously they're going to probably like, you know, boost up that because they want <clears throat> people to be involved in the NFT space. But... Uh, another interesting point was we were t- I texted you about this the other day, but Bungie was purchased by Sony, mm-hmm. and then Activision was purchased by Xbox, right? Microsoft. Microsoft. That's pretty crazy because Bungie is the one who made like Halo and and those types of games, right. and now they're going to Sony's platform. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like a contractual obligation that they have to be sold to Microsoft. I know it's just weird to think that something that's been so synonymous with Microsoft's brand is now just going to be. It's like the when the Sprint dude. Went from Verizon to Sprint. Mm. Yeah. 
That's a good analogy. I only, mean, only our 2000s babies will get that. Right. I, I don't <laughs> pay attention enough because the only Halo I did play was the one from them. The very first one? Right. And yeah, I never got into Halo. So. I always thought that the, the premise and the story of Halo was cool. Like, that would be a really dope movie. Mm-hmm. Like, an actual good one, not like that. They're coming out with the series. I think they, yeah, you were that. telling me that. That shit looks dope, man. You should check out the trailer. What uh, What's it on Paramount? I think it's Paramount Plus. Interesting. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, I mean, I like... like the CGI it. looks on point. I like shit like that, you know, space. Yeah. Like, alien. Yeah. Karen from Californications in it. Love her. Exactly. Love her. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, what were we just talking about? NFTs? NFTs. Oh, the acquisition battle, though. I think all of this is all connected. The metaverse, NFTs, this acquisition battle. I think everybody's just fighting for digital space right now like that what the, they're like putting into the metaverse like what they're gonna and i don't i think only facebook actually calls it the metaverse but like the di- digital frontier or whatever mm-hmm. i mean that's that's what always happens though yeah but like i think it's any like type a, of gold rush and anything it's definitely like an arms race right now and i think we're gonna see even more companies like there's an arms race for electric vehicles yep there's an arms race for metaverse there's an arms race for digital currency like there's an actual arms like like what yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and arms too. I mean black market's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How much for an arm again? Oh yeah. Like Damn, 12, I forgot about that. That's a little throwback to an old episode where we talked about how much we would be willing to part with one of our well, it was a friend's limb. We actually had a diagram that showed the average price of limbs that went on that, yeah. the black market. That was crazy. We'll have to play one next time we have a guest, we'll have to play that game with them, how much they would sell our limbs for. Yeah. I'll go talk to my guy, get an updated list. <laughs> <laughs> I need the 2022 uh, PDF. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into this? Oh, let's stay on art, though, conversation. So, uh, sophomore albums. Yeah. We've been talking about this a lot lately just because, um, you know, like, not to uh, make Roddy the focal point of this, but he was, or he was, like, the biggest sophomore album that we were expecting for a long time. Yeah. I would think. So, and you had this thing about how artists can guarantee their sophomore albums. Yeah. We talked about this before. So I think that I have my thoughts in order. Mm-hmm. So my my plan, if I had an artist and their first album popped off, which we're using Roddy as an example, his first album popped off. Crazy. Like he had what, like five hits on there and the rest was yeah. solid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Five mainstream and the rest was solid. It's definitely a play front to back. Right. Um, everyone expected that going in the next time. The only problem was his next album, the one that just came out, sounded a little too different like the speed was different um i mean his cadences were a little different like sounded a little more generic yeah it was just it was just different trap music right so the idea that i had to make your next album guaranteed to sell as well as the first album is when you do make your first album you need to make at least 20 songs right pick whatever songs you want for the first album but make sure you take some of those 20 songs and put some on the next album. Like, okay. let's say five songs. Hold over. Right. Yeah. So that you still continue that sound onto the next project. The sound that your original fans want. Right. But at the same time, you know how when someone brings out another album that sounds too similar to the first time, you're like, damn, I wish they would have done a little something different. Mm-hmm. Like, they sound the same. So definitely catch 22. Right. Fans are never happy. Right. But I feel like this is like the thing that'll make people happy because now you have sounds from the first album but then you get to experiment and do what you want to do with the next album mm-hmm. 
best of both worlds. Yeah, onto that point too. The, I think the problem now with artists is one, the streaming thing, right? Mm-hmm. They they want the streaming numbers because that's where the payout is. Well, not that's where the payout is because they're not getting a bunch of pay off of it. But you know, you're trying to get the the streaming numbers up because digital or uh, physical album sales are pretty much gone now, except mm-hmm. for vinyl. I guess vinyl. I think vinyl's doing like the best it's done. Seems like vinyl's popping off ever. Again. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I have a coworker now. who wants to open a vinyl shop in Seattle. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, he wants to quit and to start. If he does, let's get him on the pod. That'd be dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if he would want to. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like he's like, uh, yeah, I don't think Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to go into details. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so now artists are, all their albums are sounding the same because they have to run to the same six biggest streaming artists. You know, Little Baby, Dirk. Roddy, I guess the same. Yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. It's just like recycling. So none of these albums sound different from one another because they're all using the same streaming artists. Mm -hmm. Then with an artist that's going on to their second album, their sophomore album, fans want that sophomore album so quick, right? And it takes, you know, most artists would say that it took a whole lifetime for them to make their first album. You know, Mm -hmm. that's all their life stories up to that point. So then they need to go live a a new life because now they've got... six months. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They've got money. They're, you know, running around Hollywood. They're, you know, dating these celebrities. They're, you know, a whole new level of fame. Right. Now you want them to make something that sounds similar to the first thing, but they're not going through the same thing. So they have to figure out a way to give you a different type of content. One thing that Drake does very well. Oh, my God. You're giving Drake praise? Is Jay-Z next? It is what it is. (laughs) One thing that Drake does well is that he communicates about emotion. 100%. It's a universal thing. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. doesn't matter how rich you are, how poor you are, you're going to experience the same happy. Yeah. Everyone knows what happy is. Everyone knows what sad is. Everyone knows what betrayal feels like. Yeah. Everyone knows these things. And, I mean, it's kept him relevant for over a decade. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. Almost a decade? Over a decade. He's been, yeah, yeah over since a decade. 2008. Eight? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. were in high school, I think, once, or we might have just been out of high school and so far gone. Senior year. Up. Yeah, and he had been, you know, making music before that. Right. But, you know, mainstream. Probably, yeah. Replacement girl. Yeah. With the tree songs, yeah, great tune though. Those are those are good times, man. Man, that's like the 106 <laughs> and Park days where like everybody was making like kind of like cheesy relationship songs, but they were good. Yeah, like Bow Wow, Out of My System, like yeah, that was my yeah. shit. Yeah, that hold, was hold you shit. down. Oh my god, that was produced <laughs> by uh, No ID. Oh, which is crazy because No ID is you know more known for his you know the hip hop <laughs> stuff that he does, but for him to have done that, I feel like crazy. sometimes there's artists that are just so good like they can do something very complex Mm -hmm. but it's like being an artist like you can draw something amazing but at the same time you can still color coloring book amazing too that's very true i mean that's very true good point um and in ronnie's case with the the album thing he had a fucking smash his first album yeah it's crazy everything went out there like he that's like one of the better first albums that people have had in a long time what was that 2019 maybe 18 Either way, that was his year. Oh, for sure. Like, he was the talk. He was yeah. the guy. The box was number one for, like, how many weeks? It was some, some crazy. Yeah. Uh, on Billboard and on the rap chart. I mean, the rap chart was on there forever, and you right. couldn't fucking turn Cube 93 on without hearing the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's going to be forever, the sound, where it's like, oh, shit. It's going to, that's this generation's version of um, Trillville. Some cut? Yeah. You think? The the sound. Yeah. Like how yeah, you just yeah, remember yeah. one specific sound from that song? Yeah. Damn. I'm about to listen to it in the car. Damn, that, that was my shit. That was my ringtone, bro. Minus the words, just that beat. Because that beat was so crazy to that me. That beat was crazy. I was like, you mean to tell me they're using a bed in the fucking beat? 
Yeah. It's crazy. I don't even know if it's a real bed, but it sounds like it. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be crazy if it was. Yeah. We had some crazy <laughs> we had some crazy sexual music type stuff coming out there that time like that. The Whisper song. Remember um Plies Get You Wet? Yeah. Bro, Plies Plies is one dirty, dirty boy. Yeah. Then you had Pretty Ricky around that time. Pretty Ricky. Even B2K was making a little bit more um They're like PG version of Pretty Ricky. But I feel like they're they're their, maybe their writing was in a way that it would like infer adult things, but it was written for a younger audience. That is kind of weird when you think about it, because they were at least twenty one. Yeah, they they were, and stupid. I felt like that was definitely directed to high schoolers. For like sure. pretty Ricky. Oh yeah, pretty pretty Ricky. Yeah. That's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> nuts. Um, what do you prefer? Do you prefer a longer album or a shorter album? It depends. Like if the shit's good, give me fifteen. Yeah, the only problem I have is that usually when they extend themselves past like twelve, that's usually when we're gonna get filler songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Except for like artists like maybe like Kendrick, who we know like front to back is gonna be quality through the whole thing. Right. But I feel like like in like God, I hate even bringing up Roddy again, but it just ends up being more filler because they're expected to hit a certain number with their songs. I mean, there's some people who have ten songs and their albums aren't good. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And I don't think there's an art to making a short album too. Like I don't think everybody could do like the Daytona and give right. you only seven songs. Easily my favorite short album. Oh, one hundred percent. That yeah. was in the, easily the best out of all of those good music projects yeah. at the time. And speaking of which, push is coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited so for fucking excited. Okay. Every so for people that don't know, there's a snippet floating around called Diet Coke. I think he actually posted it on his uh, Instagram. That sounds crazy. I think Kanye's going to be the feature on it too. He's been yeah doing a bunch of snippets. Uh, you see Donda too. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be February twenty second. I don't yeah. you know Kanye dates. I don't know if that's going to stick, but. He yeah. seems like he's he's locked in on the music part right now, though. He definitely seems like he's in a space. Yeah, like he's he's on the move. Like he's uh he has an objective and he's going towards it. Yeah, like you can see momentum behind his movements. Oh yeah, for sure. And that, it's bleeding over to the Pusha stuff too. It's like all happening at once. Mm-hmm. Like the Pusha, Kanye, the Nego album because they're all like in cahoots with one another. It's like they're building the synergy. Yeah, for like this, it's like their season. Yeah. Yeah, just seeing Push hella hype like that, like, I know that it's going to be good. Like, he's he's clearly very happy with the work. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, you he's, can see it in his face. He's, he's confident. Yeah. Not that he's never been confident. Like, he's always looked confident in his music, but this looks like, all right, I know what I had with Daytona, and this is, like, above Daytona. Right. Or even if it's the same as Daytona, like, the fact that he's like, I got another one for y'all. Yeah. Like, he knows he has another one for us. So the album is... uh rumored to be called Indie and he just got off his Def Jam contract mm. and then also Indie is supposed to stand for It's Not Dry Yet mm. like in a reference to Coke mm. and then Indie goes in line with the Daytona mm-hmm. I was like damn this is fire we're getting some we're getting some good shit out of this I'm excited don't even ask me how oh and we also have to we have to give an applause ASAP Rocky did the one thing so many men have tried and failed to do yeah good for he, them. he got Rihanna pregnant Gotta give him the pause for that. And congratulations on the baby. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you couldn't have picked two cooler people to have a child together. It's pretty crazy, though, that I feel like... I, I'm not even gonna say it's crazy because I feel like this discredits Rihanna with what I'm about to say. Rihanna is definitely upping ASAP's clout off this. Oh, 100%. He's definitely gonna roll out a new album off of this. A new, he's gonna get a, a resurgence off of this. Yeah. And it started with that Nigo song. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Uh, I don't know if they've announced that yet. By the way, that song, 
It was dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah. For people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Nego just put out a single with ASAP Rocky for his upcoming album. And it sounds really dope. The video was cool. Uh, did you watch the video? That's the one you sent me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the video was super cool. Dope. Yeah, it was cool. And uh, it's like heavily rumored to have, you know, Water Pharrell production on that Nego album. And I'm sure that I saw, I've seen pictures of ASAP floating around with Kanye, but also with uh, Hit Boy. And you know, Goldie was a great song. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think he's got some stuff coming. Yeah, I was actually said. listening to ASAP on the way here. Like I think the song I ended on was LSD. Mm-hmm. Love that song. Oh, great song. Yeah, man, ASAP is just like uh, it's like vibe music, but it's like a very specific vibe mm-hmm. that we used to be on all yeah. the time. It's like <laughs> like streetwear. I'm about meets, to go do some shit. Yeah, streetwear meets hookah meets like Bombay. Yeah, meets where were you at before this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, oh, since we're on the topic of music, let's talk streaming services. I guess uh, specifically Joe Rogan and Spotify. So, have you been kind of keeping track of what's going on with him? Yeah, I feel like this is a very talked about situation right now. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I actually, so I've been listening to um, the controversial episodes, and then I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Or even the day before, he dropped like a nine-minute, yeah, like apology, which I thought was very well done by him. Yeah, and I think that he's gonna get a lot of hate for that because mm-hmm. usually when a celebrity comes out and apologizes, it's never accepted well. It's everyone always thinks that it's written by a publicist or something like that. But I will say this, which I'm not defending um, the other uh, episodes that he did. We're not there yet. Yeah, but this particular apology, he apologizes a lot, mm-hmm. all the time when he's wrong. So I don't think that. I don't think that this is a fake apology. I don't think he's afraid oh. to apologize. You no, I think mean? it's very self-reflective. I think he he understands it. Um, and, you know, I'm not the biggest Rogan person. I used to listen to a lot of Rogan, but now, you know, the stuff kind of got more right-leaning. Mm-hmm. And it almost, I, I'll, I'll say, I fell for the trick where people, it was almost like cool to hate on Rogan now because Rogan represented a group of, you know, like a certain group of people or who we think is a certain group of people. You know what I mean? And their ideals. Yeah. So it was easy to just be like, oh, I'm just going to discredit everything he's talking about because I don't like some of the things he's talking about. Right. Which in this year, I've been trying to have like a more open mind. And one thing I like about Rogan is, yeah, he might have controversial things on this podcast, but at least he's opening a discussion for something. You know what I mean? Right. He provides that discourse that I think is missing in a lot of things. And with podcasting, I mean, that's something you have to open yourself up to. If you're going to get your opinion, you're going to you're opening yourself up to that interpretation of that opinion, mm-hmm. right? And that includes being responsible for the guests that you have on and for the information that they're sending. But the whole misinformation thing and trying to get him banned from Spotify, it's like, where does it start and stop? Like, are we going to be doing this to every podcast? Is every podcast going to have to have a label? Now you're like fucking with the art of what podcasting is because podcasting is an art as well. Right. We've talked about this before. I forget who was going to get... Oh, R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. I think a couple people. It was like R. Kelly, Tentacion because he had some like allegations of beating a woman. Or, right. There's been a couple instances of this. And then, well, we talked about this like on a... When the whole R. Kelly thing was going on, like separate the music from the person. Can you do that? Yeah. And things like that. Um, they were trying to kick him off of all the music platforms and stuff. And then we got into the conversation like, okay, yeah... We all agree that he did something foul. All agree. But then, if we really want to keep the same energy, do you know how many people would have to be removed from doing something foul? 100%. So we're treading on that weird thing again with Joe Rogan, which, when it comes to free speech, I'm huge about that. Like, I, 
if you have a different opinion for me, I don't give a fuck. Like, good for you. You should. You right. know what I mean? That's weird if we do have the same opinion. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. for the most part. It's like you the Aaron Rodgers thing in COVID. I really could give a less of a fuck what Aaron Rodgers' opinion is on COVID. Right. The only thing that I didn't like what he had to say was that he says that he's being silenced by the media. It's like, dude, you go on Pat McAfee's podcast like every week and talk about this stuff. You just did a 30-minute interview with ESPN. Like, there's people that are really being silenced. You're not mm-hmm. being silenced. Like, I mean, to- even if he is. Maybe. I don't know his world. I don't know who his who he's trying to communicate through. Bro, we saw his fucking COVID foot on on the internet. Like his he, COVID foot? He showed his foot that he apparently he had like black toe or something from COVID. I didn't even see that. <laughs> it was wild, dude. I was like, why am I seeing Aaron Rodgers' fucking foot right now? Yeah. Um, Great quarterback, though. Like I said, I don't really know what is going on in his world. Yeah. So I'm not going to say like, okay, he's not being silenced. Like maybe he, I don't fucking know. I meant from like a... A public standpoint like you you keep repeating your your opinions on this like we've we've heard you're not being like muffled mm-hmm. like, yeah yeah um damn for i was going with that i'm going back to joe rogan though um so first or first amendment right freedom mm-hmm. of speech that's first amendment right yeah pretty sure second amendment is guns yeah yeah first amendment let me double check this shit because <laughs> I feel like I would sound very dumb with that one. Man, Mr. Slavet is going to kill us. Yeah. We should have learned this. Is, no, it is definitely the First Amendment. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was just playing along for, uh, you know. Yep. All right. So <laughs> when it comes to the First Amendment, like I am obviously for it. Yeah, you know I mean, because we talk on here all the time. I would hate for someone to restrict what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I would hate that, you know. Uh, I don't like think robots. that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that Joe should be kicked off no. at all. I don't think I think that I think that it's we live in just a weird fucking time where people want to just like cancel culture is still in its prime. Like mm-hmm. people want to get people out of here. Yeah, for every because because they disagree or they have a differing opinion from you. Right. So who was the person that the first person that pulled his music off of? Um, uh, Neil Young, no N- Neil Diamond. Okay. Neil Young, Neil Young, Neil Young, Neil Young. Clearly, Joe Rogan hit a, a soft spot for him, right? Well, yeah. By there's a, like a conspiracy that goes along with this. Okay, but my point though is like going back to the energy thing is like why now? Why is it Joe Rogan when there's been a lot of like fuck people? that have voices on a lot of things. Right, right. So why now? Why Joe Rogan? You well, know what I mean? the conspiracy behind this... Can I say this real fast? Yeah, yeah. I'm not defending Joe Rogan. Right. I just have questions. Like, I'm very curious. That's what I'm saying, too, is I'm not, I'm not defending what Joe Rogan's saying either. I'm just saying that at what point does it... We're just... We're, we're getting too far into canceling people's voices. Like, at what point does it stop? And eventually, nobody's going to be able to say anything that they want to say because everybody's going to keep getting canceled for everything. Right. I don't even think Trump should be canceled, bro. Like, as much no. as I don't know, hear me out. Yeah, yeah. As much as I don't like hearing him, what does that say about shutting one per- person's voice out? Like, that's saying that anyone can get it. I think. Why it, are we in a situation where anyone can get it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it now, if the, the, these platforms want to allow him back on, it's whatever. But as the president, when you have people, so many people, I mean, his influence is obviously still 
crazy, right? Right. But when he's president, the, those words have much more power. When he goes off on a rant saying, you know, such and such country is doing this, that could potentially lead to a, a war. So maybe you want to keep him from doing those things because okay. the consequences are a lot greater than Joe Rogan just being taken off of Spotify. When it comes to other nations, sure. But when it comes to our home front, I feel like any influencer has a lot of power to yeah. do some domestic terror shit. That's true. That's true. Oh, but the conspiracy thing that I was going to go with. So the Neil Young thing was that he sold his music to some publisher or whatever, right? I thought you were going to say he sold his soul. I was like, damn, uh you're going there, huh? (laughs) So they're trying to say that um, the whole reason for him doing this is because his publisher wants his music specifically on Amazon Music. So he used the Joe Rogan thing. To be like, oh, I'm taking it off of Spotify. I'm taking myself off of Spotify. Like, come with me to Amazon Music. I'm doing this righteous thing. Everybody follow me. Mm. It's like they're almost like they're playing tech war games. Like Amazon might be involved in all of this. Like, okay, you don't just we'll get a we'll get a figure like Neil Young, who's loved by you know an, an older generation. We'll take him. We'll have him stir up some controversy with Joe Rogan and move all that attention over to our platform. You know what, man. If we can think it, someone else can think it. Oh, 100%. So I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, Twitter thought this. I'm, this isn't my own thoughts. <laughs> if someone can think yeah. it, it can happen. 100%. So I'm not surprised. If I'm not surprised. And let's be honest. Spotify is not taking Joe Rogan down. He's too big of a, Bro, a, gave a him cash cow. million dollars. Yeah, and they want their return on their investment. They're this not their just franchise player. Because he's going to go to somewhere else and he's going to get a bigger bag from somewhere else and be able to say whatever he wants on that platform. They're not going to care. That's like LeBron James entertaining an anti-vaxxer in a conversation and everyone saying for the Lakers to get rid of him. Yeah, right. Not going to happen. No, not going to (laughs) happen. Like what? And also on another thing, these companies, they'll say that they don't like this kind of attention, but this kind of controversy is great for them. They're in the media all over the place. Spotify might lose some users, but then they might gain some other people that are like really huge Joe Rogan fans. They're like, all right, you stuck with our boy. We're going to make sure we give you our nine ninety nine a month or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. It is gross. But again, going back Poor, to like the, the Trump thing. The world is gross, man. Going back to the Trump thing, the news media used to love Trump because they gave him a fucking he-, he gave them a headline every single day. He always gave them something to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's We're getting to a ridiculous area where we can't just be canceling people for everything, especially if Rogan is not. It's not like he's on there saying, don't take the vaccine himself. He's just saying, hey, I'm opening up this public forum for people to have a discussion about, you know, maybe some other theories or science that is out there. He kind of did, though. There's a podcast specifically that I listened to, and this is before all this happened. And he said, um, you know, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, if you're a younger person and you have a healthy immune system, you probably shouldn't take it. Yeah. Or some shit like that, which was, I think, the first domino in this domino effect. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, maybe those words weren't correct to use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when you're based started as I would say that he was a very balanced person like yeah he would he would openly say positive things on the right and left openly say negative things on the right and left consistently and that's one of the reasons why I actually was drawn to him yeah same that's one of the reasons why I wanted to be a podcaster because I was like damn like this guy he's like really just out here just talking to everybody like about everything like that's fucking dope you know what I mean and now it seems like he's only saying negative things about a side. 
Yeah. And then that's that's kind of where I got kind of got away from the the thing. Like some of the stuff that happened like during the social justice movement and stuff that kind of turned me off to right. watching him. Right. And then talking about like like we live in Seattle. Like you know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. You yeah. don't even live in Seattle and you're you're Damn, I forgot you're about giving that. these updates about the location that we were just at yesterday. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what are you talking about? Yeah, and you know I want, I don't like Ben Ben Shapiro, so I was very turned off with all I love there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, he definitely says a lot of shit that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. That's with anybody, though. Like, anybody that has a big platform like that, I'm probably not going to agree with everything they say. Right. But that doesn't mean I want them off. And if you do agree with everything they say, then that's a problem because you're only getting your information or whatever from one person. Right. And the same thing with, like, the vaccine thing. Like, I get your point about him saying if you're younger, don't take the vaccine or whatever. But I think that the people that are listening to his podcast for that kind of wording and that stuff have already made their mind up about the vaccine. They're just like, oh, now Joe Rogan's telling me not right. to do So now they have, like, a – they have something to be like, oh, gotcha. He said that, you know, this and this mm -hmm. about the vaccine. So, aha, I don't need to take the vaccine. Joe Rogan is really good when it comes to um, talking to – smart people and having <laughs> he has like this opinion that makes his words seem very believable mm -hmm. he talks to a lot of smart people one 100 and he's a smart guy himself he is a smart guy 100 so you have like these two things that almost reinforce even if he says something negative or even if he says something incorrect that i don't know like we're not a podcast to be fact checked like we're not we're not news we're not news we're just opinion right the day that we have a scientist on yeah fact check us yeah for sure right now that's bullshit bro i didn't even know a fucking flag was on the box you know what i mean like, <laughs> you know what i mean my we point is started like, an international situation yeah. <laughs> my point is like me when it comes to facts bro like you're you're if you're tuning in you're it's entertainment purposes only you yeah. know what i mean when you start having like Real ass people that are experts in fields, well, it yeah. starts turning into something different. Right, that's all I'm saying. Because now you have them stating things as fact on your podcast, and instead it, of it's just the opinion and you know for comedy and jokes or whatever. Right, and then it gives you power as the host as well. Communicating with someone that smart gives this image that you are smart. Yeah, you know what I mean. So now your words have a lot more value. That you have to be a little more particular with what you say and how you say it yeah yeah i mean rogan is a. it's not it hasn't been my cup of tea i watch some of them still you know when it, there's certain guests that i want to see on there right um, and some of the old ones like graham hancock was amazing mm -hmm. you know there's some old ones too i just appreciate what rogan is doing from a podcasting standpoint because he's allowing there to be like i said some kind of public discussion about these things whether you agree with his opinion or not he's at least inviting the conversation i think that's what's going to help push us forward and us to try and gain like some kind of middle ground with one another is if we can actually have these discussions instead of just being like i only believe this i only believe this and we're just going to stick on our sides and we're just going to butt heads every time we try to talk right but i do like that he was saying that he's maybe when he has one of those more controversial people on that the next day that he could have somebody with the other side of the opinion so that you can hear both sides of it i think that's a good idea for him moving forward that is a good idea also one thing that Sorry to keep dragging this Joe Rogan thing on. But one thing that he could do is just not talk about COVID. That's you. Not talk about politics. Because that's been a thing for so long. That's just, like, 
I don't give a fuck, bro. Yeah, you see, we've we've even steered away from talking about that. We've talked about that I a try. lot on old ones. Yeah, I try, and even if we do bring it up, I will apologize. Like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to drag it on. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's a burnt out conversation, it's a burnt out subject. Yeah. Say so yeah, it. Maybe he should just stop. Like, we get it. You like ivermectin? <laughs> yeah. We get it. That. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? We yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, it's just been like beaten into our heads now, and every time it's and it's every week too. There's a new controversy surrounding him or that podcast. It's just like it's a lot all the right. time. A lot. Just go back in the past when you had scientists on, and you just talked about <laughs> you know whatever. They or you just like Kanye ramble for three hours. And <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's switch uh, switch topics here. So you wanted to talk about um, the Olympics. Which I didn't even realize we're starting this Friday. Uh, for one, I didn't even know that we had a Winter Olympics this year because of COVID. And two, I definitely did not know that it was coming up on Friday. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really want to talk about the Olympics because I don't really have too much to say about it. Besides the fact that it's, it's happening and it's just... In it's, China. In China. It was important to know. I mean, I guess I did want to talk about it. I just found it very interesting that... The Olympics are happening in the pandemic, mm-hmm. which, I mean, we did have the Summer Olympics. Did we? Yeah. Damn, I feel like I've just been missing from what for a whole time. We had the Summer Olympics, right, Tor? That, I do not know. But I do know that... Entertainment purposes only. Oh, yeah, only. yeah, because the, bas- <laughs> the basketball team, uh, the U.S. basketball team wasn't doing that great, remember? Oh, yeah, Spain. Spain was the ones that... But then the U.S. ended up winning gold, right? Spain was the ones that were, like, balling, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, because of Luca, right? I don't know. Maybe Luca. I don't know. See, there we go. International things. We're going to start up controversy. Right. <laughs> My point, though, is like, okay, so we have the um, Olympics going on in a pandemic. Yep. Um, how are they going to do that? I don't know. I mean, it's Winter Olympics. This one is a little more social distanced than summer, I guess. You know what I mean? But it's cold outside. It's easy to transmit. You know, people get sick. True. Um, second big thing is... It's weird that we're doing this in China when, <laughs> like, they they have uh, allegations of a mass genocide going on there right now. Like, everyone's right. just kind of like... You want to expound on that a little bit? We can both can, because uh, for people that don't know, so the situation in China is that they're uh, imprisoning, I think it, the number was like 1.8 million people mm-hmm. um, in these secret camps, like internment camps all over the place. And the people that they're imprisoning are called the, I'm going to butcher this, but the Uyghurs? I think it's Wiggers. Wiggers? Because the first time I heard it, I was like, nah. Nah. Yeah. nah somebody's trolling you? Yeah. Yeah. So they're a Turkish ethnic group that originates from and is culturally affiliated with the general region of Central and East Asia. I believe they're Muslim. Muslim, yeah. Uh, well, it's not just Muslim. It's like Turkish people, Muslims. It's uh, it's like a Middle Eastern type background, but okay. in China. I saw. I don't know if it's like people migrating over or people living in China. Okay. But basically, they're being used for cheap labor, is what I've read. Right. Slavery. Yeah. So slavery. Yeah. And if I know about this, that means these countries know about this. Oh, for sure. Right. Like I'm probably the last to hear about this. Like us as just normal people in the population. Mm. So the world knows. What the fuck's going on? And we're just like, yeah, it's cool. I don't know if this isn't like a specific place in China that is different. I, I don't know how their regions are set up over there. Yeah. Um, we already went over the fact that we are not geological Mastermind. professors. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It's just weird, man. 
But then I'm, I don't know. It, that it's, can go into a whole nother thing. Like, bro, you're on an iPhone and all this other shit. And yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We're all guilty. We're all hypocrites. All I'm saying is that it has kind of raised a mental red flag. Like, hmm, that's weird. Bro, these jeans are made in China. The word right now. Yeah. I don't know if they actually are. They're from H&M, so maybe. Yeah. Um, one one point I was going to make off that, too, is actually, so I've t- talked about it plenty of times on this uh, podcast, but the show Billions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last episode, interesting enough, this guy, his name is Mike Prince, and he's the, he, there's a whole bunch of backstory. Basically, he becomes the head of this hedge fund, right? And he finds out that the sportswear company, which was eerily similar to Patagonia, uh, was using the Wiggers' uh, labor in China to create their products. And they were also the head sponsorship for the Winter Olympics that were going to happen. Mm. So he devalued the stock so much that their company ended up crashing. And then they actually ended up having – they were, like, going to cancel the whole Winter Olympics and his whole – Goal, spoiler alert, it's, if you haven't seen the episode, but he wants to move the Olympics from Los Angeles to New York. I thought it was interesting that That's crazy. we were talking about this and then they're like actively showing this on the show Billions. Yeah. I don't know, man. Whenever I see shit like that in Hollywood, I'm like, yeah, y'all know. Yeah, yeah. Or you're hinting at something <laughs> Yeah, at least. y'all know what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, great show. If you haven't checked out Billions, man, I, I love it. I know you, you haven't, but it's, it's a great show. I'll check it out. Yeah, you say that every time. Do I? Yeah. It's on HBO Max, right? Uh, Showtime. Fuck. Sorry. You have Showtime? I do. Okay. I'm about to add it right now. Yeah, check it out. It's a good show. It's, um, you know, like a bunch of rich white people playing games with each other. I love the rich white people shit. Same. It's like my new favorite category of shows, the Billions, Succession. Billions. All right. 2016, huh? Yeah, there's, I think they're on season six right now. You ever watch Big Fat Liar? Yeah. You know the dude that turns blue? Mm-hmm. He's in it. And he's like he's, the attorney general. I think he's a good, um, like a, a tier two actor, I guess. Yeah, he's definitely a B-lister. Yeah, ABC. he's like a... But gr- Paul Giamatti. But great. I mean, he does great in what he's right. casted for. Right, right, right. He's always like the, the slimy agent or something. Yeah, yeah, like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of like that. He's an attorney general, but he kind of like bends the rules to so that he can win instead of other people winning. Yeah. It's crazy how there's just some people that just have a look, and that's just what they're typecasted as. Like Jeremy Piven. He, I don't think he's ever like a... Uh, Family man, <laughs> reputable person yeah. in a movie. You know yeah, what I mean? Entourage. He was a crazy agent yeah. in that one movie. Smoking he, Aces. Smoking Aces. What was the other one where he okay. was a used car dealer? Oh, I love that, that movie. Was what was that called? Um, the it was Mad Racist because remember when they all surround the Asian dude and they're like, "Not again!" Yeah, and they're talking about World War Two. Or I mean, uh, oh, I have it on my the tip of my tongue. The Goods? Yeah, there you Is go. Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, The Goods. Yeah, that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. And old school, he was the, the dickhead uh, principal, or it's not called a principal in college. Uh, not an administrator. I can't think. I can't. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Dean, Dean Pritchard. That's what it was. Yeah. Didn't we lock you in a dumpster once? He's a good actor, man. He is. I love him. You're not an Entourage guy, but he was great on Entourage. I tried. Yeah. I think that's one of those ones that you have to watch like when it's out. Could be like you have to be like immersed in the show. Yeah. Oh, real quick, uh, Euphoria. What have you, what's your thoughts? I on didn't it? watch the last one. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's, it's. I know it's good. It delves more into the craziness, especially of the the dad. Oh. The dad is on some shit, bro. See, I'm waiting for um, what's the drug dealer's name? The, Fez. Like, Fez. I'm waiting for Fez and the dad to like really go. Oh, the clash. Yeah. Fez is gonna end up fucking that one girl. Which one? Uh, the like square 
ish. Oh type yeah, one. duh. Yeah, she's pretty cute though. Yeah, she's a. Uh, you know who Judd Apatow is? Yeah, that's his daughter, I think. Or Jude, 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 Jude Apatow. Yeah, man, the actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Damn, them. that's crazy. The, yeah, she was in. Um, she's in like all the Adam Sandler movies. She's in hella movies, bro. Yeah. She's in Knocked Up. She's one of the. Well, both the daughters are in there. Oh, she is a knocked up yeah. one. She's the she's uh, always the mom's the sis- daughters. The sister, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, she has been in a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah, she's the the daughter's pretty cute though. Yeah, um, yeah, that show's great, man. Uh, it's very well shot, I will say. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely. I think that that's just the talk of the show, man. Like that's that's probably like it's besides the story. That's probably like the the second biggest compliment that is probably going around right now mm-hmm. it's like it's and just the music. so different yeah i've heard a lot of people Music's love the music good. too i think the coolest thing about it is it's almost like you're on drugs when you're watching it because right. like it's now in this time period but it makes you feel like almost like the 70s almost mm-hmm. it's like psychedelic and i think that's the best part about it yeah speaking of lsd when i got out the car listening to <laughs> you're on lsd yeah <laughs> <laughs> like that song makes you feel high yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's just like um there's certain sounds and certain images, even if you've never taken drugs, that something connects in your head where you're like, this makes me feel like I'm in a dream state. Like something... The weekend's going to do in that. Yeah. Some, do that. I don't know if it's like you need echoes. Like you need echoes with your visual and you need echoes with your sound. You know what I mean? Where you, it, it sounds like you're right here, but there's just everything else is going on around you. But Like the whole, the sound is surrounding you instead of like... Sometimes when you, I don't know if this is how you hear music, but sometimes like what if I hear certain songs, it sounds like flat, like I'm looking at it straight mm-hmm. on, but then other music sounds like it's surrounding me and I'm hearing it from all angles. That's interesting. So when I listen to a song like that, I'm, I feel like I'm watching the artist, mm-hmm. like almost like by himself in a dark room, mm-hmm. like in a really like the big, Stranger Things room where she's like in the oh you were Stranger yeah. Things huh just like a really big dark room where there's a lot of space yeah yeah I mean almost to the point where the room's so dark that you can just float away like it, <laughs> you can't even really see the ground or the ceiling mm-hmm. there's like, like you don't know if they're upside down or right side up yeah yeah it's just like it's like just a, a void. space yeah 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 I imagine that's like how purgatory must feel just like a dark box what if purgatory is fun Maybe we're in purgatory. I think we've had this discussion on the podcast, too. It's not that bad. Uh, what are some other shows you're watching now that are good? Oh, I actually got a list. Oh. Yeah. 90 Day Fiance. I got a list, Hold actually, because um, I do watch those. You know what's funny? So My team pageant. All right, chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was never a reality TV person. Oh, God, here we go. I think we've talked about this I before. fucking hate reality TV. Yeah, I used to hate it. But now it's... It's kind of fun to watch people go through shitty shit in a safe way. Yeah. I don't want to say, like, I like, I get off on people's struggle. You know what I mean? Right. But people who are just putting themselves in dumb situations that could be avoided, it's like, I'm doing pretty good in life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just like, or I like to watch it to kind of, like, psychoanalyze people to get a gauge of what... Like the repo Certain man? people are. Like, it's it's fun for me watching somebody else's car get repo, but I don't ever want to be in that situation. But that's a little different. That's a little darker, because what if they need their car to go to work? You know what I mean? That's true, but, like, you know those repo ones. They're a little bit on the wild side. Like, one time they pulled up to a forest. Like, these people were doing, like, those LARPing stuff in the forest, and mm-hmm. they towed this guy's car while he was LARPing. And they chased him with, uh, like, fucking rubber 
swords or whatever they have. Yeah. See, like, Love After Lockup's cool because there'd be a person on there that gets conned out of $50,000, but the inmate that you're talking to is in there for robbery. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like uh... you don't have to put yourself in that situation, but you did, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you know right. Um, but yeah, there's those. Um, Dexter's over. I um, still haven't watched any episode of it yet. It's yeah, pretty I good. Know, I don't, I've been really bad about catching up on shows lately. I gave it a hard time in the beginning because mm-hmm. it started off slow and I was expecting a lot more, but towards the end it was good. Is the sister in it? Yeah. Oh, God, she's fucking annoying. Yeah, she is. Like, as far as, like, most annoying people in a TV show go, it's her and the wife from Breaking Bad. Even the wife from Ozark is kind of getting annoying. Uh, yeah, she's she's entering that character. Which, that was another one that I was watching. I, I watched a couple of, I think, like, two episodes of the second season, so I still need to catch up. But I'm, Oh, damn, I'm you're so far back. I'm starting slowly. Yeah, I only watched the first season. I okay. watched, like, a couple episodes of the second season, and I fell asleep during one of them and just never went back to it. Yeah. I think it's because it was kind of slow at the beginning of the second season. They're all slow at the beginning of the seasons. Yeah. Like, the first half of the season is slow on each season. Well, I think because the first season ended so turned up that I thought that they were going to just immediately go right back into turned up in the second mm-hmm. season. Because the, the last, I think the end of the first season, they, like, burnt the cross and the, the yard and all that. I don't remember. That was so long ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. The way this last season ended, the part one of this last season, mm-hmm. it's like, damn. When does part two drop? I think the end of this year. I think November. Oh, so I got some time. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll catch up before then. Um, some other ones that I'm, I'm looking forward to is Snowfall will be back at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. Super excited about that. Uh, ATL's coming back. or I always call it ATL. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta is coming back next uh, next month in March. Um, there's a, a Uber movie or TV show coming out on Showtime with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You know, the dude that played Batman in yeah. Dark Knight Rises? It's like the story of Uber. Hmm. It looks really good. The trailer looks amazing. Like the story of the company. The, yeah, the person behind the company. Hmm. Apparently, he's like some crazy dude. I, I don't know anything about him. I but feel like to start Uber, you got to be pretty crazy. Yeah. So yeah. that looks that looks really interesting. Uh, movie-wise, that new Kanye documentary is coming out on Netflix. But they're going to show it in theaters, the whole thing, before they drop it on Netflix. I might just go watch it in theaters. That's a smart move from Kanye. Yeah. I think be, well, I don't know what Kanye's involvement is in it because he posted something about this movie won't be put out unless I get final edit oh, on it. I, I like, remember. Yeah. I was like, Kanye. <laughs> yeah. You probably signed those rights over a hundred times over. Already. Yeah. Yeah, but that's some of the stuff I'm looking forward to. Um, oh, and the new Batman comes out next month, which I'm really excited How for. How do you feel about that? That shit looks absolutely fucking fire. I'm so excited. How do you feel about the Twilight guy? Um, I don't hate it. I loved him in the, the Christopher Nolan stuff that he's done, like Twilight, uh, not Twilight, uh, Inception. Wasn't he in Inception? Was he? I want to say he was in there. I don't think he was in there. He, I know for sure he was in Tenet, which I loved him in. I don't think he was in Inception. Maybe he was in Inception. He's in another one of those Christopher Nolan movies that's pretty good. Hmm. I don't know, man. I like Batman to be like a man. <laughs> and he just doesn't give me man vibes. They're putting him as more of like the emo-ish Batman, which I think is kind of cool. It's like he's like the dark tr- – I mean, Batman's like a dark, troubled soul, but the other ones are like, oh, billionaire. You know, they fit the billionaire look like Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. But this one seems like a younger Batman that's like kind of like at the point of like breaking and being psychotic. Maybe since this Batman's a little different, maybe they can use uh, Joaquin Phoenix – and have like oh, a, a Joker because he's a different kind of Joker. That's very true. 
Yeah, this one is supposed to be the Riddler, and I think oh, that's the right. Penguin. Yeah, and the Riddler looks crazy in this. Like this looks like uh, the video games. Who is it? Oh man, I can't remember off the top of my head. But they, he had to get like a. Oh no, that's the Penguin. I can't remember who the Riddler was, but the Penguin is somebody pretty big. I can't think of mm-hmm. who it was. Though. I feel like they both would probably be pretty big. I want to say that it was. It's Colin Farrell. Really? That plays the Penguin. I could see that. I, and don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's the actual. I know fucking DC fans are gonna kill me for that one, but yeah. but yeah, that looks really great. I'm really excited for that. It, it looks dope. It's supposed to be three hours long, though. I'm a little over three hour movies, to be honest with you. I could do it in breaks. Yeah, it would have to be a watch at home. Yeah, I'm. I don't know, man. The whole movie theater vibe to me is is kind of out my system. I like going to. The, I like the, the. I know you do the feeling of getting popcorn and you know. I like previews. I like to order food and eat like a fucking steak and watch a movie. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? true. Like I, I want my whole my vibe that I custom cur- curated for myself. Yeah, but also it depends on the movie too. Like if it's a big blockbuster movie like an Avengers or something, I want to go see it in theaters because I like hearing the people's reaction. Like when I saw mm. Endgame, people were like screaming, cheering, crying, mm-hmm. doing all kinds of crazy. That's things. funny. I hate that shit. Oh, I liked it. As soon as someone classes in the, the movie, I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, no, it's like, uh, <laughs> no, like in Avengers, right? They can't hear you. <laughs> you know, they snap everybody and everybody dies or whatever. So yeah. there's a part where the portals open up and they all come back and everybody like stood up and cheered. It was like a moment, dude. Hmm. And we're like uh, Batman. I went and saw Dark Knight in theaters. Like when he gets stabbed in the ribs and the knife turns, everyone's like, because <gasps> nobody was expecting Shorty to be a psychopath. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't want to hear nobody. Oh, man. I liked it, personally. It was like a sports game. I was like, oh. That's what it sounds like. It was crazy. Speaking of sports games, though, uh, I hadn't been to an NBA game since we went and saw Kobe at the Rose Garden. Mm -hmm. It's it's weird being in an arena with COVID. Everybody had to keep their masks on and stuff. And I was in the... um, the ticket that I got was in the suite level. Not suite level, the uh, club level, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all people that generally sit there all the time, to, like season ticket holders. And, yeah, it was still the same rules everywhere. Yeah. That's but, dope, yeah, though. It was cool, though. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, just, I need to. I was going to go to the um, Portland Laker game. That's this week, actually. Or next week. It would have been next week. Yeah, I think so. But. Oh, they play tonight? Schedule didn't work. I don't it's know if it's in Portland, but. No, it's the 9th, February 9th. Oh, so this one must pro- is probably in L.A. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go to L.A. for a game, but they're saying stay out of L.A. right now. Why? Shit's just too hot. People are getting robbed, like, left and right. It's like the 90s again. No more parties in L.A.? No more parties in L.A. Yeah, not for Zach, at least. I feel it. I am, uh, hopefully, the plan is to go to New Orleans at the end of March. I'm really excited for that. I've never been to New Orleans. Turn up. Yeah. Is it Mardi Gras? No. I was about to say, that's why your ass going. <laughs> I wish. My, my mom was telling me it's like that every weekend there. So. Is it? Yeah. Just maybe not as like on the level of Mardi Gras, but there's titties and stuff everywhere. Yeah. I it's going to be a family trip, though, but you don't want to stick out. You know, yeah. get a little po' boy with titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I heard you can um, you can rent a police chaperone for like 600 bucks, and they'll like barricade a street for you so you can throw your own parade <laughs> oh that's pretty sick for only 600 yeah, bucks like Maybe it's we do that for the 100th episode throw a parade in new orleans for 100th episode that'd be sick yeah i wish that we had sponsors because i would hella do it we'll we'll, we'll talk yeah because we'll i gotta talk. buy plane tickets to fucking atlanta <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When, when is that supposed to be Spring break time? March, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in March. I'm supposed to go to Vegas, too, but I don't know if I'm going to be making that trip. Yeah. It's, it's too much too much travel and too little of time. No. Go. Yeah. 
Damn. All right, so we have a new, brand new segment that we're going to be starting on the podcast called Grinds My Gears. Uh, if you guys ever see the uh, Peter Griffin Grinds My Gears thing. So basically every week one of us is, we're going to switch off and one of us is going to give what? You know what really grinds my gears? Every week. Do you know what really grinds my gears? What really grinds your gears, Tyler? Pause. Speaking of Christopher Nolan. Oh, no, don't do this. Don't you do this. We have... A two-year-old at the house that goes to bed at 6.37. Okay, I'm, I'm, okay, now I'm trying to see where this is going. And then it's mommy-daddy time. Yeah. We like to watch movies. It's really uncomfortable that I have to keep a remote in my hand because I don't know, I don't know whose job this is. Probably some audio person's job. They can't get the voices and the action equal. Oh. Like, what the fuck? talking about like what the fuck every christopher nolan movie has low people voice audio right and the explosions are like so loud he gets the biggest hit for this because he's probably the most popular person that does this Mm -hmm. this is a very common thing though yeah and it bugs the fuck out of me like i would say every other night i have to do it i don't understand why we can't um like why they can't record these separate and we have two separate controls Mm, so if you like wanted the regular experience of the movie, you can have all that, or you can change it to like a, like you know when you go into the iPhone and you can change like the EQ settings to like make the voice sound higher, right? Lower the trouble. Like, let me let me raise the voice. Yeah, we need like a um, what's that thing that Kanye came out with the stem player, but yeah. for movies. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, like I just want to get my levels right, you know. Yeah, and to be able to hear what they're saying, like that's I think that's like the, one of the reasons why a lot of people didn't like Tenet was because their voices mm-hmm. were so low. Hell alone. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to understand what's going on if I can't even hear what Twilight dude's saying? Yeah. Well, that's what grinds my gears, the man. I feel like it's a simple fix. That's the fucked up part. And it's been a thing for years. But is it like a... I mean, maybe we'd have to dig more research into Christopher Nolan, but is this like an artsy thing? Like, does he do this on purpose? I mean, obviously he does it on purpose because he does it every movie. But I know this is a very common thing that people don't like. Yeah. No, everybody says that they hate that about Christopher Nolan. Right. And he's the fucking one of the goats at making movies. Right. If you got your audio right, you might be the goat. Get James Cameron out of here. Get fucking Steven Spielberg out of here. I don't know if he, like, sticks the microphone in the fire. Is that what he does when there's an explosion? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I hate that because sometimes... Stick the mic be, in their fucking mouths, too, then. You know, I'll turn on Batman or something, like, to fall asleep to. And then, you know, like, the dialogue is quiet, so you have it whoa, but then you can't really hear anything going on, so you turn it up. And then all of a sudden, the fucking Joker's blowing up a building, yep. and my whole house is shaking. Yep. And then I got the baby fucking crying. And I'm like, <laughs> damn you, Christopher Jesus Nolan. Christ, yeah. Give me your favorite Christopher Nolan movie, though. Mm, probably like OG Transformers. That's Michael Bay. Oh, shit. I was thinking <laughs> How Michael, dare you? I was thinking Michael Bay this whole time. How that's hella funny. <laughs> oh, this is who you were thinking of the whole time? Yeah, so that's, that's hella funny. funny. <laughs> Christopher, but that's, that's funny because Christopher Nolan gets knocked for that. Oh, I mean, Michael Bay gets knocked for it, too. Quite heavily. Well, Michael Bay should be getting knocked for other things, like having those racist robots in the yeah. second one, the dude with the gold tooth. Yeah, that's wild. Like, that was pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. The funniest... Flaring as fuck. You know what was actually funny? You said Transformers, so I was, like, a couple streets down, I was driving past this, um, this like, auto repair place, and it looked exactly like the auto repair place in the first Transformers with Bernie Mac. <laughs> you over here looking like, for a car. <laughs> yeah. Remember when, when he's talking to his, his like, grandma is in the yeah. the yard, he's yeah. like, I'll bust your head, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, rest in peace to a real one. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's episode 93. 
Uh, this was a lot of fun. We had some good snacks, got a couple good laughs. It's nice to laugh about some things, especially with how everything's been going lately. I concur. But um, yeah, thanks for checking out episode 93. Of course, you can catch us, No Structure Podcast, on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts every other Monday. Um, yeah, excited to be back. Check us out on the nostructurepodcast.com. Uh, follow us, No Structure Podcast, on Instagram and No Structure Pod One on Twitter. And we'll see you guys soon for more cool content. All right, who you got winning the Olympics? Who winning the Olympics? <laughs> Actually, good question, though. Before we get out of here, who do you got winning the Super Bowl? I don't know, man. Have you been watching any of the NFL games? I know we're trying to close yeah. right here, but yeah, we'll, we can go off for a little second. I've been watching games, watching highlights, a little mixture mm-hmm. of Probably Rams, bro. I'm, I want. I think that the Rams will win, and I also want the Rams to win. I know that's like blasphemous to say because we're Seahawks people, whatever. You only have two choices. <laughs> yeah, that and you know, love the comeback story for Odell. Love that he's fucking killing it. Cooper mm-hmm. Cup is a Eastern Eagle, so you know I'm riding with Cooper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like I like Matthew Stafford. I think it's great to see him actually win some games after being in fucking Detroit for so long. Yeah, just too bad he couldn't go to a Super Bowl with uh, Megatron. Speaking of Transformers. Tis with tis. Come on, man. Calvin Johnson? You gotta, you gotta hope tis. Calvin Johnson wins the championship. What's he even doing these days? I don't know. Probably just retired somewhere, just enjoying his life. Yeah. Why is, Miami. It, why is it that all the Lions franchise players want to retire early? Is It, it can't be because of that. That franchise is that bad. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Barry Sanders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. episode 93 of the No Structure <laughs> Podcast. So our prediction, the Rams are going to win. Give me, uh, you know, they, they start doing sports gambling now in Washington. So give me your, uh, how many, how, what, what do you think the final score is going to be? 24-21. I'm going 28-14 Rams. Damn. Yeah. I like Two the touchdowns, ba- huh? I fucking love the Bengals too, though. Joe Burrow is that guy. I love Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think the Rams, it's in Los Angeles. I think it's going to be close, man. It's going to be turned up. The, the, you know, the, the Bloods and Crips might put a little press on Burrow when he gets there. You know, hey, you better lose this game or it's up. Or. or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, episode 93. Thanks for listening. Peace.